Hello, welcome to the Empowered Empath. Today we're talking about why your quote unquote vice is your greatest teacher. This is a subject very near and dear to my heart um, because I have had this vice, quote unquote, you know, since I was um, like a pre-teenager and that vice is overeating. So that's been almost 30 years of my life. And what I really want to talk about today is, God, so many things. I'm going to speak to this topic from the place where I'm at currently in my healing of this particular vice in my own life. One day when I feel ready um, and I feel complete with the lessons learned in this um, almost 30 year experience, I really want to offer a course to help people, especially sensitives, and especially people who operate their lives from a more non-linear place on how to stop overeating. And I think I'm gonna name it something different because uh, I've taken a course called how to stop overeating and and what it completely misses when we look at our vice whatever the fuck it is whether it's overeating or over drinking or you know anything it completely misses the wisdom inherent in the wound so overeating is just the fucking symptom over drinking is just a symptom uh, over yelling, right? Anybody else like have gotten into that habit of over yelling at their kids over irritation, you know, an emotion, you can be addicted to an emotion. It's a symptom of a part of you that is not yet fully conscious. That is not yet awake. It is a, a, way it is a tool that you used when you didn't know how to feel a really challenging spot you didn't know how to get through that sticky spot of that particular experience so you used a buffer food whatever alcohol drugs whatever the thing actually doesn't matter really it is something that you once used when you didn't have another tool available to you at the time. You didn't, you didn't have, what I mean by that is when we meet up against a situation in our life, no matter what age we are, and we don't know how to process through it, we will find one way or another to support ourselves. So it's really... The vice is really a journey of deep compassion. It is really a journey of deep reclamation of self, of parts of yourself. So yes, I've learned things from different courses on overeating that I've took over the course of almost three decades, for sure. How could I not, right? But I always felt like like a square, what is that expression? 
a round peg trying to fit into a square hole. Because all of these courses really prioritized the overeating is the problem. The quote unquote being overweight is the problem. The extracellulite is the problem. When in reality, it's actually not. It's the symptom. It's the, it's the, it's the symptom and it's the, um, simultaneously, it's the um, tool that you're using to get through a sticky spot in your life. So the problem isn't the fucking vice. The problem is the fact that you are there. Let's see, how do I want to say this? The problem is the, the unconscious sticky spot that has now become a ruler of your life. It has become this little dictator. It's become so far shoved in the shadow of unconsciousness that it is making you do things seemingly it feels like without your consent, right? Anybody ever binged food or alcohol or drugs or whatever, where all of a sudden you like, quote unquote, wake up. It's like, you're almost unconscious, just like shoving stuff into your mouth. And then you like wake up 45 minutes later and like, what the fuck did I just do? It feels like the habit or the addiction is ruling you. So the problem is actually the unconsciousness. Something else I want to just like say really quick that just, I had, um, I swam in shame with for a while up until quite recently, actually, up until maybe the last, I think I really started, I don't know, really a few years ago, but especially the last year was the fact that this vice, it's almost like, Oh, this isn't a big problem. This shouldn't, shouldn't be. Anytime you, you catch your mind saying the word should, pause and notice what it's saying should about. Let me offer a reframe on the should. Any should could be anything, right? Our brain loves to do the shoulds. Let me offer this. Should is could with shame put on top. So just try switching out shoulds with your could, coulds. Try switching out should with could and notice the difference in your energy when you do that. Okay. So here's the thing. My vice, quote unquote vice, I don't even, I don't really like calling it a vice, has been overeating. And here's the thing. Genetically, my body is not, like I have a, what you would call a, um, a lean body by our American, I live in America in the U S um, like American standards, American definition. I don't know. So you wouldn't actually look at me and think, wow, that bitch has a problem with overeating, (laughs) you know? Um, but it it has been a really big problem. Uh, ah, see, I'm catching myself saying that it has been a really big challenge, and something that I'm always practicing reframing. Not always, especially more the last like year. Is this idea that it is literally like there is a fucking powerhouse 
like our vice is like the storage facility of of like a rocket ship of power did anybody watch the fast and the furious growing up the first one i think i was a teenager when it came out i forget how old but i remember going to see it in the theater and like do you remember how in that movie fast and the furious there was like they raced cars and then like they would have like nos i don't even that's the only that's the first and last time i heard about whatever nos is like is it nitric oxide i don't know i could just be making up words but whatever they're they're racing their cars and then they're like yeah i hit the nos and like you hit it and it's like this massive speed boost forward that's the treasure chest of 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 energy aka consciousness that your vice is holding it's a fucking treasure chest of consciousness so whenever you want to open up that that door and utilize that energy it is available to you it's sort of keeping it safe until you're ready to do the work to do the self-reflection work to gain that wisdom and gain that consciousness back and use it in your life now to up level your life now and enjoy your life in so many more ways is it going to be challenging yeah that's why you haven't done it <laughs> it's going to be challenging you know what else is challenging like a really good spin workout like i'm obsessed with the class the class look it up and watch the trailer if if it's a movement modality that is truly revolutionary it's like movement and spirituality combined and oh my god anyway you know you sweat in movement is it hard yeah is it like amazing yeah Okay, so let's see. Let's just speak really quick to why we, oh wait, I did speak to that. Why we use the vice. Why we use it is because, okay, I don't think I got into this enough yet. Why we use a vice, a tool to get us through a moment is because we are avoiding feeling feeling okay there is an emotion that we don't want to feel or don't yet have the ability to feel that's it that is fucking it and when you can bring it down to the brass tacks the simplicity of just that it becomes doable the hard spinning moment that you meet your vice in becomes doable, right? So going back, I'm gonna, you can go back to episode one and um, practice at the very end of episode one, I take us through processing an emotion. So you can go back to episode one and use that practice to when you meet up against, if you're, if you're trying to change your relationship to your vice and you're trying to like not do it anymore, the first work, the first step is to make it conscious. How do you make it conscious? You, 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 sit with it you process the emotion transmuting it is what comes at is the natural byproduct of processing an emotion right first you have to become aware of it then you process it through your body and then naturally it alchemizes okay um one of these days i will do a bonus episode of just like a 10 minute 
um, process emotion thing. So you can just come to the podcast and just like click play and you won't have to hear me ramble on and talk for like 20 minutes first. Okay. So here's the thing. What's interesting about when you're trying to change your relationship to a vice is, is one way you can think about it is you are simply outgrowing it. You're outgrowing it. How much, how, how, how different does it feel to when you're meeting up against the moment, whether like what time does your vice rear its head? Is it three o'clock? Is it 5 PM? Like when does it come up? Like when is the pattern? Okay. So notice it. So instead of when it comes up and you're like, Oh no. Oh fuck. It's here. Ah, (laughs) instead of like that, you could be like, Oh, this is a growing pain. I'm outgrowing this. It's like going through puberty. I um, was born with a vagina and the hormones that go with that. I never went through like my voice changing and cracking like my male counterparts did. But I remember watching the the boys that I knew for years all of a sudden in eighth grade like be talking to me and in the middle of a sentence their voice would go, ah! And then I'd see like embarrassment flash across their eyes and I would just have so much like compassion for them and be like, oh my God, dude, I can, I, it's okay. But also that sucks. Like I totally get that. Right. So that's like, apply that to that moment of when you meet your vice at 5 PM. Oh, it's, this is my voice cracking. This is puberty. I'm outgrowing this. If you're, if you're trying to pause and be with it. Oh, this is part of outgrowing. Another piece I want to say is this is a process. I actually, um, like the, the most authentic way that I found for myself to move through this is to become awake in doing the, the vice first, become conscious in doing it first, and then practice letting go of the action. And of course I've played around with both probably a million times, but I think that's a really important part of it. Being awake to the pattern that you're doing first. Obviously this doesn't apply to everything. Like if you're someone who maybe the vice that you use is cutting, you know, like maybe it's something that's like drawing blood. I, like I'm not a psych, a psychologist or psychiatrist, so I genuinely can't speak to that type of trauma, but in my experience and from what I've heard watching other people do like a conscious uncoupling, you know how you've heard of like conscious uncoupling with relationships. This is like a con, this is like with a vice. When you're consciously uncoupling with a vice, like you got to sit down and like, listen to the fucker first, you know? Okay. Um, okay. So I want to leave you with a couple things to work with in bringing light to your own vice, which I think might be more appropriately, appropriately named, um, your teacher, like your wisdom teacher, like your PhD teacher, your AP class teacher. Like this is like, this is not self-reflection 101, right? This is where you know, okay, I've got self-reflection 101 down. 
Now I'm taking it to like, you know, number five or number seven. So one thing I want to say is why like three steps to stop overeating or three steps to stop over whatever drinking or whatever the vice is, right? Three steps to stopping the thing. Why this doesn't work for everyone is because it inherently completely bypasses the wisdom within the thing. I know I spoke to this a little bit before and honestly I can see the paradox in what I just said because really when you break it down I can like see this being an umbrella like if I'm going to simplify this whole thing like yeah okay I think that this could be in steps and I can see that actually being very digestible like okay here's like the five steps to stop overeating but here's the thing it could take five years <laughs> you know like the reason why a linear timeline doesn't work for many people is because they're trying to fix the thing without realizing that 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 it's an it's actually an exploration explorative process and there's different like quote unquote levels that you go through like your system might not be ready to just cold turkey be completely done with the thing have you noticed have you tried like quitting your vice cold turkey and did you notice that it worked until it didn't you know it like not that it can't work for some people it totally works I think for a majority of people, including myself, it's a, it's a two degree process. And in our culture, we want things fast and we want them now. We want results, God damn it. And we want them now. So we will sign up with the thing that says, I will get you results in six weeks and six months and you will be done overeating completely by then. Well, guess what? If you haven't actually integrated it along the way into your nervous system and your energetic system and everything, it's going to come back. Why? Because you didn't learn the lessons. That's a really base way of saying it, but it's true. Like, and it's not like a punishment. It's not like a slap on the wrist. Like you didn't learn the lessons. It's like, no, there's deep wisdom to be reclaimed in those pockets of unconsciousness. Like you want those, you know? So don't miss the energetic lessons along the way. Even if it takes you five times longer or 10 times longer, it's fucking worth it. Because the reward is not stopping the action. The reward is what you gain, the conscious, the, the version of yourself, the consciousness that you reclaim. And then the action simply falls away. It sheds like a snake skin. It's the natural byproduct of doing this self-reflective work. Um, what I want to leave you with that you can just go and start practicing right now in your own life. And remember, it's two degrees, right? Giving, dosing yourself with your, with what I'm about to share, two degrees every time. And every time, okay, I'm going to warn you, your brain, well, I don't know about your brain, but my brain and a shit ton of other people's brains, and I don't want to put this on you, but it is possible that your brain will tell you when you start practicing doing this work consciously and you're like, okay, I'm going to do my like conscious feeling through this vice work. Your brain's going to, you're going to do it two degrees and your brain is going to tell you, you didn't do it 
good enough. Your brain's going to point out all the ways why you suck and why this was just piddly, tiny little two degrees and you'll never get anywhere with this and you're not there yet. So you've already failed. Okay. Cheat code. Watch out for that. It happens to the best of us and it's very human of us and it's okay. Please, for the love of God, just watch when your brain offers that to you as an interpretation, as a thought. And because you have full conscious choice over whether or not you want to believe that thought or not, allow the thought to be there. Notice what your reaction, your automatic reaction is to a thought like that. And then go, I'm going to choose to believe something different. I'm going to choose to think a different thought about this. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you one to practice. Um, so for example, semantics is really important when you're patterning your brain to think a certain way. So when you notice your brain giving you the automatic patterning of you're never going to get there because you're not there yet, intellectually, we could totally break that down, right? That's a bunch of bullshit. You're on the path. You're on the, the, the process of creating a new thing. You're living through the process. That's what life is, <laughs> right? So switch the semantics and watch your energy shift with it. It's really subtle, but it's powerful. So in, when you see your brain go, oh, you're not there yet. You're never going to get there. And you notice it and you go, okay, I see you. I see what this interpretation is. That's why I'm feeling so shitty right now. Okay. It's in my conscious awareness. Now, because I have the power of choice, I'm going to choose this thought, which is I am practicing laying down new track for where I will eventually get to. I am, let's see, how can I make that shorter? <laughs> um, I am practicing my healing journey right now. It's actually better if you keep it totally in the present instead of like, I'll eventually get there because guess what? If you are always saying I'll eventually get there, you're always going to be eventually getting there, you know? So I am practicing my healing journey right now. That's powerful. That's reclamation. Even though you may not actually be at the quote unquote end goal, when you're spinning in your power now, that's actually how you will fully embody your power when you reach the final, the quote, final end goal. Um, okay. <laughs> I had a thought that I really wanted to, to take for a date with you, but um, in the interest of time, I'm just going to leave you with one more thing. So this is what I want to say. When um, I want to offer a practice, a home play for you to play with right now, um, in making your vice conscious, going from unconscious to conscious and reclaiming that power and that wisdom. And of course, if you want to work together one-on-one -on -one or in a six-week journey with this or any other life coachy thing, you, I'll put my link in the show notes and um, we can chat about it. But what I want to offer is you have already the medicine the energetic medicine available to you right now to dose yourself with every fucking time 
you meet your vice. Okay. I, excuse me, I just burped. I call it, um, right now I'm calling it directional energy. Um, ooh, burped again, excuse me. Um, I think there's a lot of other energetic modality, energy work modalities that call it different things and maybe even the same thing, but this is just what's working for me. Take it or compost it, but directional energy. And I think I'll, um, I'll explain it and I'll use myself as an example. And then I, uh, my invitation to you is to take this as inspiration to find your own medicine in the moment where your vice rears its I'm not going to say ugly head. Did you think I was going to say that? When your vice rears its wisdom head. It's like when you're, it's like the, the hero in the, in the story at the very end of the battle. And it's like, they meet like that really big dragon. And it's like, okay, this is where all the marbles, like, like this is where my training, it's time to utilize my training and it's work, but it's sacred work because it's fighting the battle of your own consciousness. Let's not use the word fighting because then it's going to be like tumultuous playing, <laughs> playing with tug of war. I don't know. Okay. So here we go. Um, what is in, in the moment when your vice rears its head at whatever time of day, let's say it's five o'clock in the evening and it's a daily vice that you use whatever the fuck it is, right? It could be anything. I mean, God, humans can use anything. Um, that's like the beautiful thing about us. Um, and then you feel the vice start to constrict within you and around you. This can be called an urge because it feels urgent. It's like your whole body's like, oh my God, we want this thing. We want it now. And remember, it only wants to give this to you because your system is trying to protect you from feeling a feeling you haven't yet practiced how to feel. Remember, it is simply protecting you from something you have not yet normalized within your system. All you have to do is normalize the thing underneath the vice and make it conscious. So you pause in the moment of the wanting the vice of the urge and you feel in that moment, you, you feel whatever comes up, you feel the challenge. And then as you notice yourself feeling through this challenging moment, what do you naturally do? Where does your energy naturally want to go to balance out this moment? Where does your energy want to go? Does your energy want to go down? Down and in? Like down into the earth, into your heart? Does, does your energy want to go that way? Or does your energy want to go out past your head and kind of like live out there in the ether space? Okay, notice what your system is naturally going to do when you give it a chance to do it. Without reaching for the thing, you're giving it a chance to rebalance its own self. This is holistic healing at its simplest form. We all have this available to us. Okay, so that's your directional energy pattern to practice. That is your dose. That is your medicine dose. 
Give it to yourself right then. It'll take about 90, 30 to 90 seconds for you to process this feeling through, to find your medicine dose, and then to alchemize and transmute that moment. Now, if this is a pattern you've been doing for a while, guess what? It'll come back. And that's fine because you have the medicine. You have the directional energy that you can dose yourself with. So keep dosing yourself with that energetic uh, directional energy. I'll give you an example to make this abstract a little bit less abstract, but it's still abstract because this is me we're talking to. Um, <laughs> so with me, when I find myself in a sense of um, in the grip of, a, of, of an urge, which by the way, I use this directional energy all the fucking time when I'm out in public and I feel my energy start to leave my body, when I'm talking to my kids, all of it, right? You're, this isn't just an only, this, this isn't to only be used in the urge moment. This is like apply to all, apply to all of life's quote unquote weak spots because your vice is showing you simply a weak spot. And so you get to practice it. This is like the is this correct? The WWF of like practicing medicine, your holistic medicine, your divine medicine, that then when you're out in your regular life, you're like, oh, I totally know what to do here. <laughs> you know, you can be talking with somebody in the middle of a sentence and you can have your energy be doing something different. Okay. So, um, so for me, I'll, I'll feel the urge or maybe I'll be out in, you know, at the grocery store and I'll feel my energy start to do whatever. And I do the directional energy of down, downward, downward. Sometimes the energy goes down my right leg and I just go with it because that's what feels most aligned. So I'm like, yes. And I start to feel myself come back. I start to feel my energy just like gather. And I know it because I've, I've practiced this medicine that is my own medicine over and over again where I'm like this is what feels right to me so it's like a down and in it's like a downward into the earth and in into my heart and then I've been using the the color red and it's like okay so now there's arrows literally moving downward and it, they're the color red okay dose 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 right? I just dosed myself like three times with that. So that is a healing in that moment. And then I get to do, and then apply to all, right? Do it again and again and again. Now, what's funny is this is the way that I like to do it. Like some people like to work with the chakras and look at like, okay, where is the imbalance? Okay. What chakra is that related to? And okay, I'm going to work with the energy of that chakra. I'm going to look it up and do all that stuff. That's awesome. Honestly, that never worked for me. So I tend to do it back, seemingly backwards. It's just my own way. And I obviously encourage you to do it your own way too, where it's like, okay, this is the medicine that I feel. Okay. It's downward. Oh, okay. It's red. Okay. Obviously, if you know about the chakras, that's the root chakra and the energy that my body wants to do is grounding. Okay. Great. Fabulous. It's cool to know the chakra. It's fun. Um, but the medicine is more important than the knowing of the chakra. Believe you me, I have, <laughs> when I first learned about the chakras, I'm like, okay, great. This is really cool. Now, what do I do with this information? You know? Okay. So I'll leave you with that. Um, again, if you want help with this or any other directional energy, um, yeah, my passion is working with the sensitives of our world to really, um, ground your energy here 
um, I think we're going to need all of us, all of us sensitives really standing in our power um, in this collective shift that we are doing. So, you know, unapologetically and compassionately claiming who you are, claiming your magic, claiming your energy, claiming all the different weird nuances to you, um, claiming the fact that maybe you do things a little differently. You work with these things called invisible energy that maybe your family doesn't understand, but you know is real. All of that stuff is really powerful. And um, yeah, I love you guys. And I'm here to help you. So uh, you can book a, a single timeline jump session. Link is in the note, show notes. Or if you want something a little deeper, a little more long-term, you can sign up for a six-week one-to-one coaching journey with me. There's an application in the link in the show notes. Um, there all the things. There's all the things in the in that one little link with the buttons. So, um, oh, and if this was helpful to you, would you please leave a review? I would so appreciate it. Um, thank you for listening and have fun with your home play this week. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Okay. Bye for now.